Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Welcome into the podcast. It's Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson from Centrust Financial Strategies. Once again, here to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And this week, over the next two podcasts, actually, we're going to have a special guest joining us to talk about cyber risk, cyber risk management. Uh, and that is Regine Bonneau, who is the founder and CEO of RB Advisory LLC. Regine uh, is a leader in security compliance and cyber risk management solutions for commercial and government clients. She founded RB Advisory after years of working in risk management and compliance industries. RB Advisory holds many certifications, such as with the City of Orlando and the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority. The company is also MWBE, DBE, LDB, and SBE certified. Regine is a highly sought-after cybersecurity expert and speaker and has been featured in a variety of publications and website platforms as an industry thought leader. She holds leadership roles in several technology industry associations, and we are so happy to have her here on the podcast this week. Uh, she was awarded Consulting Magazine uh, by Consulting Magazine as one of 2021's Women Leaders in Technology. So, and with all that said, I'm going to let Jude take over and conduct the interview this week. Take it away, Jude. Hey, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it. I am so happy to be here today because we've got a special guest. I love being on the podcast with Mark, but when we have a special guest and we get to give some information other than finance, it is a great time too. So it's all about giving value to our listeners. And Regine, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being our guest today on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me as well. This is so much fun. And again, love to educate, love to take the time to transfer this knowledge. It helps me keep up to date as well, right? It's so much fun. Well, we're going to have a good time and we're going to educate. So that's a powerful combination. And your specialty, that's what we really want to talk about today. First, give our audience a little bit of background on how you got into the industry, why you got into the industry. Well, real quick, it started at the young age. I'm originally from Haiti, so a very young age uh, of uh, operating on my dolls, right? So my mom thought it was going, I was going to be a doctor. Not really. But I have a dis this inquisitiveness, right, on trying to understand how things work, why things work, and what can we do better to uh, innovate on it. But however, fast forward, came to the United States, and then um, in middle school, junior high school, um, at the age of 12, I took a programming class, and that's where it all came together, right? They say it takes a moment for everything to come together. And uh, then from then on, it was like robotics, and I couldn't get enough of it. Got to electrical engineering, went to computer science. At some point, I think my mother was like, forget it. You're not touching anything in my house anymore because <laughs> I'm not going I was like fixing everything. So we didn't have cable. So imagine I was the antenna person, right? So, <laughs> but, but having been able to do that and then being always also too, right? You've been curious, but also always ready to raise your hand, right? Uh, don't be afraid of something new. You might think it's new. It's really not. It's just a new, new word. And then you've been doing it and you have the background to do it. But, you know, doing that and got involved, I worked for an attorney. So automatically regulations, law compliance got mixed into it. Um, started early on fighting Trojan Wars in the early 2000 when your computer screen turned green. 
yeah. uh, then work for different industries that really combined from the technology side, the compliance side, and the security. Now it all came together, right? How do we do it? What is it uh, that we're looking to protect and how to do it properly, right, on that side? That's how I got involved into uh, early age engineering technology. And then security is part of the whole thing, right? Uh, it's an umbrella uh, for all of these uh, different facets. Well, we, we, we're so happy to have you because one of the things, too, that we try to focus on is small business owners like yourself. And you're running your company. You're helping a lot of people. Tell us just a little bit before we get into the meat of, of giving our audience some real actionable information that they can do to protect themselves. Tell us just a little bit about your business and who you serve best. Oh, definitely. So we focus, um, starting my business, uh, working from the inside is always different, right? I wanted to help. How do you have impact? You can't have impact with red tape. It just doesn't help, right? And also I understood the bridge. Uh, there was a missing component between the business and which is the compliance risk management and then the technology, uh, the techies, right? I call it, I'm like the cool hybrid nerd kind of stuff, right? <laughs> I still have a lot of pins, as you can see, though I'm surrounded by them. But, uh, you know, then I created this bridge, understanding what was the issue and then created a solution. We became the bridge to help companies, especially small to medium-sized businesses. Back seven years ago, supply chain was just a fantasy, right? But it was moving at such a quite a speed. No one really had the time to capture it. What we understood in the different markets that I serve is that there was a need to help them protect themselves by protecting the company they service. So I started doing that and helping small to medium-sized businesses. Now we've also been fortunate to work with larger corporations, but um, focus on healthcare, technology, and um, the healthcare technology and uh, government sectors as well in education. Then again, always raising my hand, got into transportation. Security is one whole thing, right? Everyone needs to help, but mm -hmm. those are the areas that we focus on, especially heavily regulated ones where you look at healthcare, finance, uh, transportation, education. Those are where the data needs to be really protected. So you're protecting a lot of people's personal information. And and that's one of the big reasons we wanted to have you on the show is to, to talk about this crazy environment that we live in. We've got so much of our personal data out there on the web between different companies. And every day you can't turn on the news without hearing something about a data breach or something about a person losing some of their personal information through um, phishing or some, some other type of cyber attack. And so to make today really powerful, I want to focus on that and I want to talk about you know, that specific area. So when you, obviously you're helping companies, uh, we do work with some small business owners here at the firm, but a majority of our clients are every average, everyday average people that they've got their computer, they've got their cell phone. What would you consider for the average everyday consumer now, one of the biggest threats to their data? Themselves. Themselves? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because we are our biggest threat, right? Because uh, we need something now, we need it now. But to back a little bit, yes, we, we we do help companies, but within companies, there's people, right? So that you look at people, process, and then technology. And for us, we start with the people internally and externally. So hence, one of the reasons I do uh, I, I do these um, engagement as well, 
to help educate on the personal side of it because companies are realizing and everyone as well is that personal if if you can learn how to protect yourself personally you become less risk to everyone else and yourself in that sense right so some of the things that people should start looking and i said they are the biggest risk cuz we have i said um in my household my insider threats on my son and my mom right <laughs> because they would be cost them my friends they're like no if you come to my house there's no there's no wifi i'm sorry but you know understanding that your information is important to you yes um at some point in time um your information is out there cuz we share it so much with companies and that question right and the reason we don't question is because we're trusting it's like that first trust we're trusting that you're doing a fiduciary duty not only by what you do right regulation but to us as a client right mm-hmm. to protect that information and now people didn't realize that that wasn't really happening among companies so and then, and also introducing the market of uh marketing right how do i help my customer better collecting information that's unnecessary so we give a lot of information we need to start looking at where we have those information what we need to provide on a need to know basis kind of uh, right. factor and start looking to protect more of it but yeah so in that sense those are the things right and we could go a little bit deeper on how to start looking to do that yeah let's let's talk about that for a minute because i i remember uh yeah i grew up I think the Gen X generation were the first generation to really grow up with a computer. And back in the day the main point of uh intrusion was your the computer sitting right in front of you and particularly your email. They would all people would always say be careful of the of the email and be careful of links. And I think we still need yeah. to do that, but what with thinking about that versus the cell phone. Tell me you know what are some of the threats that you see now not only you know on your computer but has the cell phone overtaken the biggest potential liability to get into your data oh yes and 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 as we get into this right some what are as on a personal level which again transforms everywhere right because we are people going into organization we're interconnected and that's one of the things people are hearing the fancy word of IoT internet of things what is that right i always say consumer drives the market which we all know right and because consumer drive the market companies respond to it and we got to respond fast and be first to market so if you look at it we want smart TVs we want smart phones we want smart refrigerators i don't really need my refrigerator tell me i need to go to the doctor <laughs> like to go anyway so <laughs> that's a problem but you know what yeah the convenience of these things right so because of that everything is connected to this little magic quadrant here our cell phone right um nowadays no longer are we worried about our wallet or bags yeah you could take that who cares <laughs> if i have my phone i can open my car i can do all the things i need i can oh cuz everything's right here right so i said long my life days, is in my cell phone The life is in your cell phone. Who cares if I forget my bag somewhere? That's all right. That's just a paper, right? So when you look at that, because of that, the threat actors, you know, the bad actors, the bad guys, um, name call it, also ahead of us, right? We, remember, this technology spans off. Everyone, they're ahead. Now we're trying to catch up. So what's the next best thing, right? Email compromise is a lot of push for that, right? And there's still issues with email compromise, right? Um, not only. from uh, personally and then that interject into all the other ones 
but now it's easier for text, right? We get text, we get links, we get notifications for deliverables, delivery, all of these things. Like I said, your phone is your life. So the next thing that you're seeing, we're looking at texting, right? We're getting these fake texts from companies. The same thing you would get on your phone, on your email, you're getting them now via text. And it's going, it's, we call it, there's some form of spoofing where now I trust Jude. I, Jude is sending me a text and we usually talk. And then now Jude probably sent me a link to go check something out, right? And now I'm not paying attention because I know it's Jude. And of course, maybe I might say, well, why is Jude sending me this? But as human beings, it's Jude. Maybe he didn't have it. You know, we, we give an excuse, we make an excuse so we can go and link because we're so happy to hear. So when you're looking at it, you could click on that link. What, people, what we're not realizing, we'll click on the link, it'll take us to a website, maybe, maybe not, and they'll tell you, oh, it's not working, and then we get frustrated, but we don't pay much attention. But what's happening in the background is that a malware, what we call, which is an application, is downloaded. And mm -hmm. in the background is capturing all this information that you have your notes, your passwords, when you get on your bank account, all of that is collecting that information and you're unaware of it, right? Because again, it doesn't give you notification to, to see these things. So that's why you see now text, uh, your phone, texting is an issue. And now we have emails on our phone as well. So that really increased that um, threat, threat vectors as well when you see it. So yes. Yeah, so to your point, I think we've been kind of lulled into a sense of security because for years we've been hearing about email threats and i think everybody listening to the show have heard about email threats and not to click on links and and sometimes we still hear stories of people clicking on links but at to what you yeah. said about the cell phone though like for instance when my wife sends me a, a link to click on something if i'm not expecting it i'll call her and say hey did you send me this 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 link but i think Oftentimes when we're on the cell phone, because it's such fast communication and, and, and we're so used to, you know, texting back, I'm not as, I won't say as concerned, but I'm not as vigilant on the phone as I might be on my computer. I almost expect somebody to try to attack me on my computer. Are you seeing people being less vigilant on, on their phone? Yes, we're seeing that because again, we're, we have our guards down. We just explain exactly, right? Well, I'm concerned about one thing, so I don't, I'm not focused on the phone and that's the expectation, right? Because everyone's mind is diverted to one aspect, one object. We're not paying attention to the other um, objects that are connected to that one object that we're connected to. And this is why now you've seen a lot of um, education about using your phone properly, right? Having what we call a VPN through your phone depends on what you're doing. And so those are the things that are very, uh, that we've seen as education now we transition. Even your smart smart watch, Fitbits, all of these things, you know, even your the machine that you use to exercise, right? So all of these interconnected uh, devices. And I'm saying that because guess what? They've been hacked as well, right? But again, we're not paying attention to that. So transition from your phone to all of that connectivity. Now there's more awareness being made to be aware of texts, right? That you receive. Um, if you're not expecting it, like you said, you, you're going to pick up a phone and call. And people are still not paying close because we're busy. We're not really yeah. busy. I call it, we're not busy with quotation marks, right? Because of that. So how do we manage it? Pay attention. 
Great information this week here on the show. Tune in to the next episode when we talk about some solutions to the conversation this week when it comes to cybersecurity with Rajin and Jude. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform app you like using. And of course, uh, we'll see you next time here on Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson. You can always visit them online as well at centrustfs.com. That is centrustfs.com. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson, who is solely responsible for its content.